Hey everybody, this is Eric Simons of Broke Gravy here, and you're here for another beautiful rerun episode of What You Want to Know. Uh, we are still in the middle of uh, our writing session for a project we are working on with Artist Repertory Theater as part of their uh, DNA Oxygen Mercury program. Uh, please head on over to uh, Artist Repertory Theater's webpage to learn more about that or just the other cool stuff that they're doing right now. Lots of really cool projects are in the works there. Very proud and very happy to be part of that program. Uh, so yeah, we're taking another, uh, another week uh, off to uh, work hard on that, uh, recharge with our families, enjoy this mostly beautiful Portland weather, and, uh, you know, just uh, live that creative life. Uh, we hope to be back soon, and we hope to have more information about what uh, the project is shaping up to be soon. Until then, uh, why, don't you, why don't we tell you about our sponsor, Kickstand Comedy. Uh, they're a nonprofit theater here in Portland, Oregon. Uh, they have classes in improv, stand-up, comedy writing, sketch writing, uh, just all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, they've got a, a free BIPOC improv class that's starting in September. You can go to kickstandcomedy.org to learn more about that. The classes are offered to BIPOC uh, for free. So if you have a little extra change, uh, go and donate it that way. Or if you are BIPOC and you, you're interested in taking an improv class, uh, the scholarships they give up for that will last for two sessions, uh, which is super cool. Uh, I've taught at improv. I've taught improv at Kickstand Comedy, so I'm a big fan. Uh, they're they're definitely doing some some good things and working hard there. Uh, they also uh, are currently doing uh, stand up and comedy shows at Laurelhurst Park. Uh, they started that in late May. I believe the next one will be June 18th. If you get a chance, go uh, go get that socially distanced comedy in the park. Bring a blanket. Uh, bring a six-pack or some wine. I don't know if that's legal or not, but uh, just don't make a fuss. Yeah, be, be cool. Uh, and that, uh, that should be a, a lovely time. They've also got some other outdoor activities in the works. We'll tell you about those soon when they're a little bit closer to fruition. Uh, otherwise, head to kickstandcomedy.org, learn about the shows they got going on, learn about their uh, kind of the vibes they're putting out, sign up for their mailing list, donate some money for the BIPOC program. Uh, just, you know, learn about the shows that are coming. You know, just, uh, just... Breathe in the positivity, uh, hopefully, uh, and get a vaccine if, uh, if you haven't. Uh, until then, uh, the episode you are about to hear, watch, is uh, Dad Joke Off. Uh, slow showing from me, going to be honest. Not, not, not my proudest moment, uh, and Dad joked him, especially being a father now. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm hitting the gym. I'm hitting the gym, uh, working on my pun game working on my connections uh, and hopefully when me and Leon return to the ring, I will, I will, I will come with it earlier in the rounds uh, until then uh, have a great week and we will see y'all soon. Peace. What you want to know is recorded in great white Portland.
What is happening? What did I miss? Christmas, apparently. <laughs> Christmas in February, y'all. You know they'll do anything to take away from Black History Month. February 25th, Black Christmas. <laughs> oh, shit. What the hell are you drinking? Me? Yeah, that little tiny-ass thimble. It's not thimble. Is that moonshine? No. <laughs> it's got a screw top. <laughs> I, I definitely... He keeps it I in the river so it stays cold. I definitely did have it screw topped to bring it upstairs. Uh... But no, it's just a, uh, and of course I can't remember the name of it. I bought, I decided to try a different whiskey. Mm. Uh, uh, last week I did like a big haul, kind of a, all right, we kind of are out of all of our liquor for the most part. So I just went and bought a bunch of stuff, including a bottle of uh, Sonar. Yeah. Sonar, uh, Sonar. Kind of my uh, go-to cheap whiskey is uh, uh, Dickel Rye. So I usually buy uh, Dickel. Are you laughing at Dickel, Chris? That's a hilarious name. Why would you not laugh at that? I just, uh, it's, it's just funny. You're yeah. showing yourself to be very immature these last two weeks between Dickel Rye and your obsession with farts last week. Um, Dickel Rye. It wasn't a session, it's, it's just gas. It's a, it's a, I, it's an endearing side of you that uh, I have not seen in my, in my, uh, what, five, six, five years? How, we've known each other for yeah. five, years? five years? I mean, dickle's a funny ass word, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, normally it feels like the sort of thing me and Leanne might laugh at, and you'd right. be like, these motherfuckers. Like, I would, say, I got shit to do. Sure. I, I would love say your, a little dickle do yeah. And then you'd be like, oh, this guy. I mean, it's better than Leon's impression of you. <laughs> I'm so droning on Chris Williams. Droning? Why did he end mildly British? <laughs> That's an Emily influence. Know. That was oh, weird. Um, yeah, I don't know. This is, uh, I'd have to look it up, uh, but it's, I decided to try something from Oregon. It's called. Broken, oh, top? broken top, yeah. Broken top, broken top. They had two of them. They had two of them. I tried the rye, which pretty good. I realized last week when I first tried it, I had already been drinking, so it was the first thing I drank tonight. All right, shit. Chris is like, I haven't drank uh, since I started Noom. I haven't had alcohol in a real long time, but that's just because I've had no reason. I like to drink. I only like to drink to celebrate things. I'm weird like that. I don't really. Yeah, me too. I don't, I don't think I'm celebrating the that. end of the day. <laughs> what 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 is in your glass? Your regular non-screw top glass, Liam? 
Uh, this is, I did have a Boulevardier before I joined mm. the call mm. uh, to celebrate uh, end of the day. Good, uh, yeah, good day. Good day on the good team. Good vibrations. Good vibrations. Listen to a little uh, podcast about Marcus Garvey. Mm. Just like feeling dope. Yes. Uh, through, line. through line. I literally listened to that today too. Mm. Oh, it was really good. good. I I didn't know. I was like, I know of Marcus Garvey, but not as much as even that like forty five minutes. Yeah, I've uh, I've known and like read and listened to a lot of things about Marcus Garvey. Just super intriguing uh, guy with a dope philosophy of Pan Africanism. Um, But really, you like him because of how he dresses. Because he's Jamaican and how he dresses. Yeah, and he dresses the way he does because he's Jamaican. Is, oh, is that is that yeah, it? You look at him and you're like, that motherfucker must be from Jamaica. That feather <laughs> in his hat. Um, but the the analysis in Throughline um, was really on point, and I really hadn't heard the juxtaposition between Marcus Garvey and W. E. B. Du Bois uh, oh. really played out over the course of a decade the way that it was in um that podcast it's what was really nice about it is that uh one i it was funny one of their like he he one of his staunchest uh one of his staunchest uh critics i was like is it gonna be web yeah i was like (laughs) and then and i was like it is it is um but it's it's a sort of thing that 10 years ago, fuck, five years ago, it would have been polarizing. It wouldn't have given the two of them enough gray, kind of complicated respect for each other. Mm-hmm. Like, like, they're, like, and with, and also just like talking about colorism and like all these other things that and education and all these other yeah. things that have to do with them butting heads but it, it didn't play out as the way they presented it didn't play out as purely just like there's two sides pick one in the same way that it's that based on the like you know day half a day if you're lucky of black history month you get to cover malcolm x malcolm and martin Luther king yeah. and they act like they despised each other and it's like you either like malcolm or you like martin it's like no that's that's not how it works and also even the simplest thing you can do is go watch malcolm x which shows you how rich and full of a life that malcolm x had i mean during the school day when you got 30 minutes a day to talk about uh black history a three and a half hour movie you're talking all of black history month (laughs) <laughs> the I math does not check out but uh <laughs> it works but but exactly people, people like, love Ooh, well we have music on wednesdays so we can't do black history on wednesdays we have pe on tuesday so we can't do black history on tuesdays but we'll alternate with art class every other week so you get oh, two man. day two units Yeah, I'm a little bit pissed at the uh, school system Dude. and the way that they handle Black History Month. I mean, well, you're, you, 
you should be upset at the way that they handle black black, black people in history or the lack thereof yeah black people in uh current events black people in literature black people and people of color and their contributions to anything it's still very white centered very euro centered very male dominant uh yeah so there's uh are you are you too familiar with um excuse me up on mount Tabor, there used to be a statue of yeah i i actually don't know who he was i've looked at it a thousand times and yeah. I'm just kinda like, yeah it's like it's a white dude i don't know and i guess he was like a old editor or like I, a publisher or something wasn't he pointing though I think it was pointing in a direction. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. He was he, like, I don't know. Uh, he was he the got, editor of the Oregonian, maybe? Which it's like... For a while? Yeah. Uh, all right. Interesting. Uh, that motherfucker got tore down, yep. for those of you who aren't aware. This guy got tore down. There's like spray paint on the side that says decolonize. Uh, cool. Uh, I just noticed it one day on a walk because I live right by Mount Tabor. So I see it all the time. I was like, oh, all right, cool uh no sweat off my back uh and then recently someone or some people probably replaced that with a some have called it an art installation because essentially they've made it look like the the statue was always um i believe his name is york mm -hmm. bust yeah bust it's like a, a head of a black man who was a former enslaved uh member of the lewis and clark yeah. Uh, um, expedition. Expedition. And it's so here's like here's where I'm at. I, I went and looked at it on Tuesday. Is it well, actually bronze or is it like cardboard? No, no it's. it's I I don't know. What, I I'm not going to pretend to know what kind of material it is. But it's but is it like it's, it's legit. It's solid. It's legit. It's, okay. It's it's solid. If it's not solid, it is very well constructed and it looks good. Like okay. I and, actually, and it'll still get fucked up uh, eventually. Um, um, but like I I definitely was at one point just kind of looking around the back and just kind of seeing <laughs> like how it was done a little bit, mm -hmm. and, and it, it was a pretty good job um and there's something about it that it's man there's something that's that i feel weird about it for it's Uncomfortable like or weird uh somewhere in there i don't know i don't know that's the thing i don't know like and, like, and a, I, like a white person made it i i'm pretty sure a white person probably made it probably yeah that's what um, i guess too there's something that's important about it. And there's also something that just still feels weird about it. And, and part of that is that like I rolled up and the first thing I did is take picture of all the people taking pictures of it mm -hmm. um, because they're, you know, I'm not gonna act like all of them aren't gonna get something positive out of it, but there's, I'm sure a lot of performative IG stories happening that day. Um, and that I don't even like the the plaque that was on it was true, and like everything on it was like yes, 
but what? there's just something missing about it. Well, I was say... like, go go ahead. What like oh, what do you the the plaque where it like the first headline of it is uh, the first uh, like the first knee, the first black man to reach the first African American to like to go to the west to, to the to west of Oregon yeah. or whatever the case is. Yep. But honestly, they could have left off the African American and black because motherfucker was the first like the first non-indigenous person mm-hmm. like he landed here the same time that the whites did it's like it wasn't like oh white people came they were the first or the not the first people but the first <laughs> the first not first people and then <laughs> the, the first <laughs> the first not first people is uh fucking perfect and then york came like a couple days later like oh shit i knew i was supposed to like hop in the carriage um oh, that's not the way C- it worked the CB only reason why they made it across through the motherfucker is because of york because uh he yeah. was like he was that's... intriguing and made friends with the indigenous people along the way this, that's that's what it was and so here i'm gonna read it and then we can talk a little bit more because i took a picture of it so the first african-american to cross north america and reach the pacific coast born into slavery in the 1770s to the family of william clark york became a member of the 1804 lewis and clark expedition though york was an enslaved laborer he performed all the duties of the full of a full member of the expedition he was a skilled hunter, negotiated trade with Native American communities, and tended to the sick. Upon his return east to the core, uh, core of discovery, York asked for his freedom. Clark refused this request. So here's, so like, yeah, this is factually, quote unquote, factually correct. Mm-hmm. But like, okay. Though York was an enslaved laborer, he performed all the duties of a full member of the expedition. <laughs> what they're as saying is, as an enslaved laborer, he performed. As someone who has had his humanity stolen, he still was the most fucking impressive person on this, and this expedition wouldn't have worked without his right. fucking everything. Because as you're saying, like, he he, uh, he was skilled negotiating negotiator of trade with Native American communities. As in, they won't talk to those white motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Well, they know what the white people will do. And like, they probably also know what they'll do to him. Mm, y'all are fucked up, but you, damn, you sexy. Okay. I well, mean, hey. I mean, he was also he was also giving people robots and fixing them. Oh yeah. He just had one jar of Tussin that he brought at the beginning. He made it work the whole trip. Oh, yeah. Every time they passed by a river, (sighs) he just filled it up. But me me being me, I concentrate on the last part. Even with all of that, (laughs) Clark is still a fucking asshole to someone who saved his fucking life. Mm -hmm. And there you have the rub of black people in this country 
you exist because of me. Yep. And you cannot, you cannot in yourself be a human. You cannot see that connection. You cannot see the humanity of another person. That's how fucked up you are. That's how fucked up you are. You see what I'm saying? That's so fucking insane that you would deny. Well, one, it's insane that you have slaves. Let's back it up. It's like, yes, yes. It's, it's insane that you would like wipe out an, an, a whole indigenous folk. Like, there's so many things that are insane. But man, I tell you what, when I connect with somebody, even somebody that I can't stand, there's just that moment where you're like, oh, fuck. Like, maybe you're not as big as a fuck face as I thought you were, right? Yeah. And I hold that. I keep that. So I can't imagine having someone save my life. Multiple times. Multiple times. Or just be such an asset. And then when it's all said and done, when it's all over, I just revert right back to my fucked up mentality. You know? Ownership or whatever the fuck it is. There's something well, missing in those people. You There's know what's crazy? wrong in those people. What's crazy is that York... And I, I, I'm talking for him right now, but like he could have easily somewhere along like wow. 2,000 miles just been like, and just like pieced out, bounced. That would have been C-dubs right there. On the way back, he could have easily been like, yo, my dude, who you remember me from when we came through like four months ago? How about you give me a little place right here? Like He could have bounced, but he believed in his heart of hearts that this white man who he was helping out was gonna maybe now see him as a human because of the work that he did and so he requests to be freed and then at the end at the like, end not even like hey man maybe if we finish this up we yeah. like at the end he was like hey hey come on i've been doing this 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 and this it's been two years since I got a raise and I'm doing the work of like two positions above me. I was just wondering if maybe I could get a little, little promotion, a little freedom. And Clark's like, mm. he said, the experience was your pay. <laughs> and it, but that repeats itself throughout our history. GI yep. Bill, GI Bill, right? You, oh. Oh my, can you imagine laying your life down, risking it? And then being told that, like, eh, you still don't qualify for this thing that everybody else who doesn't look like you is getting. Deal with it. Deal with it. Uh, so, uh, New Deal, Social Security, all that stuff, when it initially kicked off, uh, they found ways to exclude Blacks. Yep. Um, just another way that Black people have not had any time to build to equity wealth. and accumulate wealth. Uh, <laughs> then later, it was redlining and housing discrimination. Yeah. Actually, I mean, later. I mean, it started around then and then kept going. And it's still going now. Uh, I just read today that uh, yep. they're basically like, oh, yeah, you, we can't raise the minimum wage uh, with whatever deals happening uh, with the, I, uh, I can't think of the name of it, budget reconciliation. Yeah. Um, which, uh, yeah, 
does it affect more than black people of course uh it's how it's crushing the whole lower and middle lower part of this country uh because the minimum wage i believe i saw should be about 24 dollars an hour if it had kept up with if it kept up with growth and inflation Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's basically like, yeah, 15, that's going to destroy communities. Right. That's, that's what's destroying communities and businesses. Yeah. Not, there was a... <laughs> not, the people up, not the people up top. You can't see my hand is going really high, uh, but it is. You don't even have to put it up that high. It's just like... You really don't. Just it's, one, one yeah. little level up. There's this thing that was like, hey, this... Raising the minimum wage or agreeing to raise the minimum wage now isn't for today because the way that it would be implemented is in stage rollouts. Yeah, the way that it's for like 2025. So it's in 2025. (laughs) I think the uh, minimum that somebody should be making an hour is, and people are still like, Yeah, got any grapes? Uh, Here's the thing. Uh, a j- McDonald's is a job for kids, right? That's you know that's what I've been hearing since college. Uh, the McDonald's is, like that's a kid's job. Like you should get a real job, whatever that is. Uh, even though their parents very well probably were a janitor who could afford a five bedroom home, uh, go on vacations at least once a year, yep. and uh, put their kids all through college. Yep. So fuck off um i don't know that's uh what's all of all so all of this stuff that and the garvey thing um like for those of you who aren't aware one you should go listen to that through line podcast on marcus garvey it's really good i'm saying it i know chris is like yeah i'm saying to the people out uh our tens of listeners uh as chris likes to say (laughs) um it's really good um one of the biggest things that he is known for though probably in out of proportion with all of what he's done is the back to africa movement yeah and so that just kind of had me thinking about all the times i've had people say things to the effect of if you don't like it here why don't you leave yeah i'm sure the two of you have heard that yeah no maybe you've never heard it chris never chris no, I'm right? joking. Yeah, I know you're joking. I'm just, uh, <laughs> uh, and it's like, do, does the average white person, and most likely the person who says that to you, realize what would happen to this country if all of the black and brown people left? Hmm. Like, who do you think's next? If anything, it reverts and it starts going back through the immigrant white communities. Yeah. Um, the ones that were originally shit on and then are fucked yep um and it's just like yo this place would not exist at all it barely exists now it would just be gangs in new york like across the whole country (laughs) but like not entertaining just the parts where it's like oh they're like gross and dirty yeah (laughs) (laughs) like ooh. Ew, butcher's gross as fuck. <sighs> yeah. yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Oh, that's the other, the other, fuck, I've been, 
I talked about this with my therapist. <laughs> I had to find like an outlet <laughs> for like all of the shit that I like. Just like my so my thing is I can't not be in the know on things. Like knowledge is power. Like I need to know what's going on. Yeah, uh, no. You know. Uh. But at the same time, most of that shit makes me feel miserable. Mm. <laughs> um, and also, I, I have my, I question a lot of uh, my, I don't know if it's buy-in, but just kind of like uh, being part of a greater capitalist system. But also, like, it's hard to push against, and I've got responsibilities now. Anyways, it's very complicated. It's very, it's a very dense our conversation that we have um but uh i was um i think i even threw it to y'all like this uh podcast i listened to earlier in the week that was talking about how racism is detrimental to white people as well um yeah yeah, i mean yeah and it's like uh, you know we know that and i think a lot of people kind of generally know it but they probably don't know the full extent of like how many things just kind of have been pulled away from a bigger mass of black of uh, excuse me a bigger mass of white people and the community and the the way that this uh podcast started it was i think it was probably vox conversation no it was um ezra klein show uh new york times podcast the cost all americans pay for racism um and where this kicked off, uh, and I'm actually interested, uh, they're talking to Heather McGee. Uh, she wrote the book, The Sum of Us, What Racism Costs Everyone and How We Can Prosper Together. Mm-hmm. Uh, black woman. Have, are you familiar with her, Chris? Or are you just- I've heard, I know, I've heard of her. You've heard of her? She popped up in educational things. Uh, it was good. I'm, I, I want to look more into her, but- um, I listened the, to half of it. Okay. The the first thing they kicked off with was talking about community pools and just like how prevalent community pools used to be up until the point that they gave essentially quote unquote equal rights to people of color. And then they didn't want black people in those pools so much that they would fucking cover them up. They would like plant like a fucking just grass over it or they just put concrete in it and they would just shut them down and it's like they they talk about kind of the upkick in personal pools and stuff like that's only some people who can do that like the general community is losing out on a taxpayer provided community pool for people to enjoy and connect and it's like, because, just because they didn't want black people touching it. Yep. Like, and that's, you can apply that to so much stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the, 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 another, uh, if you're looking for podcasts, this is a good, a good uh, podcast recommendation week. That one's very good. Uh, but just like so much shit like that, that it's just like, at, at a certain level, the people in power, AKA the people with money, are able to pull back and say, yeah, well, they, they don't get that. And they can afford to figure out a new way to have that. 
but then people on lower rungs support it and they get fucking left out it's fucking wild it's fucking wild again it's it's crazy because it's a thing that i don't think a lot of people necessarily think about is that like the three of us we all know more about black history and like all and things that affect us but we don't like know like we went in the same education system as (laughs) y'all so like a lot of times we're learning shit too and it's like i know these things to be kind of true but i don't always know the full extent until kind of recently uh last five ten fifteen years um or yesterday you know just like i was like oh yeah i knew that was really bad oh wait what mm-hmm. oh oh wait what hold on uh because they don't teach so anyone much, anything and there's so much more that you that we don't yep. know that we don't yep because That'll, like never really be able to cover because it's and it's yeah. like a lot of it is lost, whatever. A lot of it is just like buried in history. A lot of it is there, but it's like so you got to sort been washed text in order to get to it, or it's been whitewashed and the message is different, whatever it is. And also, like we have been so separated from our root as african people that the message has gotten it's a game of telephone and it's different all over the world and everybody's experiences is different and they're viewing themselves as different pockets which is where this like pan-africanism comes in of like yo we're all from this same area we are all one people and if we can unite globally as one people we got a chance and If you think about growing up, there was a lot of my Jewish friends, they would go to Hebrew school or they would go and learn about Jewish history, Jewish traditions, Hebrew language, et cetera, et cetera. A lot of my Asian friends would go to whether it was Chinese school or Japanese school or whatever. And like once a week, they were learning about their culture and their community separate from the larger work, the larger environment in which they live, the, co- the colonist environment in which they live. Most places don't have that for Black people or the African diaspora. Like you saw it in, represented in the um, uh, small acts in one of the episode, one of the episodes of that anthology, you see it in the like Black Panthers and sort of the schooling that they had and provided for uh, the youth in the community. But in general, it's not there. And the children, Black children, are not learning their story in school they are learning the impression that white communities want to give of black people in school. So like you said, you can be Martin or you can be Malcolm or you can 
be a member of the like the steel workers union and like, <laughs> you show pictures of black people working and you show Martin and Malcolm in suits. Like that's the education about black history that children get, but there's so much more. And so I have 39, 38, some odd, year. I don't know how old you I know, am. You do not know how old you are. I don't 38. know. 38, 38. I got 38 no. years of miseducation or being not having access to it and so what i've gotten in the last five years is like that's just scratching the surface because the people who i'm learning from are just scratching the surface and the people who they learned from are just scratching the surface because we've only been able to learn really and access the information for the last 50 years or so here in america So what don't we know? A lot. A lot. But everything you're talking about is purely intentional and the machine of the United States and geared towards specifically for black people where don't you ever wonder why, uh, let me speak for myself. Why in my younger years, if I see another black person, I, I got a weird feeling that just that just came over me if I'm in a sea of white and there's another just black person I almost felt like I did something wrong <laughs> like like there was an unease mm -hmm. about that that's an insane response to have because you're surrounded by white folk it's like everyone makes this joke oh you can't have one black person on a sitcom or in a movie or it becomes that mm-hmm because people are scared of just the strength of black people. You got a bunch of black kids talking in a school and all of a sudden everyone's wondering what the fuck is going on. Yeah, they're going congregating. On? They're doing exactly what uh, those fucking white kids are doing over there. It just doesn't sit right with you when you see black people congregating, right? So you think that we're gonna get taught true history? One, because True history does not make white people in the United States look good. They don't look good. And, and why would you, just think about it like this. Why would you tell a story where you're the fucking villain? Why would anybody do that? I'm just keeping it real. Why would that be the message? So, oh, okay, we're going to tweak a bunch of shit. We're gonna talk about it, but it's gonna be so roundabout. It's gonna be so roundabout. And then you feed it and you feed it. And before you know it, I'm in a room, I see another black dude and there's just, there's an excitement of like, oh shit. But then there's also this like, oh, I guess I can't go over there and introduce myself. Cause that would be weird. I guess that would be weird, right? Maybe I'll make him uncomfortable too. And then we'll both be uncomfortable. So like you're in this white space and you're clearly avoiding each other. Like what the fuck? And some people even get worse. Some people get mad at you. Like, yo, like, bro. Yo, like bro. fuck that dude. Like, whoa, what's happening? What's happening? Are we, we're, we've all been poisoned, yo. We've all been poisoned. 
shit. And it's supported by white space. You know what I mean? It's just supported. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. And yeah, Leon, we don't have spaces that we can go to to learn about like our Africanness, our heritage, the way that others do. And it happens in a school as like a, a community partner will come in and they're like, okay, we got this thing. It's for it's a, it's a program for black boys. It's 45 minutes, uh, which turns into 20 minutes because it took 20 minutes to get your lunch, right? They it do it over another, lunch, huh? It takes you another five to settle down. And it's just like, what are we doing? So yeah, you know, real talk, real talk. It's all real fucked up. And it just keeps repeating and repeating and repeating. No. They and having it over lunch. That yeah, is, of course you do it over lunch. That's the only time you can do it, Leon. We, <laughs> you got math, you got English, you got history, <laughs> you got science. You can only have lunch. Uh, and I know that you would rather be outside because you're a child. And of course you would rather be out outside. But I need you to sacrifice for this, young blood. Yeah. This is important, young blood. You gotta, I know, what? Oh, I know you're 12, but look, <laughs> I need to treat you more like an adult right now. Oh, and I know that your friend is outside blowing off steam, and when they come back, they're going to be able to refocus, but you, you're going to have another class, and then you're going to go back to class yeah. without your break. And you're going to be angry because your mind is open. <laughs> <laughs> it's wild. When we... What? When we, what? What? <laughs> When the three of us walk into a coffee shop that has mostly white people in it, you feel you feel the stares, and it's also uncomfortable for folks. I think you remember when we went to uh, Cova in Southeast. Of, of course, and we, we were sitting at that table. <laughs> of course, and people want to get in the mix. Like, oh, what are I, you guys doing here? Is I, this a of other people of color in the space if we're in the space a white space because i want to kind of just be like like you know homegirl um page yeah yep right she just boom it's like that's what i want i want it to be a magnet not repelled i don't want people to be repelled by seeing other people that look like them or share a culture or history or just aren't white I want to be a magnet. Like, yes, breathe, breathe. Come on, shit. What's your name? Cool. Yeah, I seen you. Of course, I seen you. Don't know your name, but this is Portland. Of course, like, yeah, I saw we, you at Seven Eleven. We all got a mental rolodex of the black people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I know people that kind of walk into a place and they don't know. They they're like, oh, I don't know. And it's like, oh, I know where all the black people are. I know where the exits are. Uh, I, like I know all this shit. There are uh, so many times where I have like people are like we're at a party or at a bar or something, and I go up and start talking to somebody, and then somebody's like, "How do you know that person?" I'm like, "Oh, they go to Timbers games." I was like, "Oh, do you sit with them?" No, I just see them <laughs> the way that they're the like other black person in the Timbers army, and so now that we are like in a space that's not 14,000 people, I'm going to say, what's up? And yeah. 
is it going to be a lifelong friendship and like oh, we're connected forever no it's not but i got i see you and i have that moment where we get to just be us and i don't care if i'm excluding other people or i'm not inviting other people into the conversation but this is me time. This is my black space inside of your white space. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough, man. That's why I'm like, yeah, that's why all the black kids are sitting at the same lunch table, dummies. So they can breathe. Yep. And, uh, yeah. So don't be like, how do we get all these kids to sit? Fucking shut the fuck up. Let them breathe. My God. And plus, there'll always be at least one white white kid at that table, anyways. Oh yeah, and he'll have a cane on. <laughs> <laughs> He's got black a black shirt, black shirt, chain. Yep, cross color sweatsuit, <laughs> oversized yeah. white t shirt. Yo, rocking that Fubu. Anisha. Uh, Carl and I. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm a. It feels like a good spot. Uh, let's uh, let's talk about uh, another white space that uh, is that is that we love because they are working. They are trying to put their. They're trying to walk the walk, not white just talk space. the talk. White spaces. Um, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, here's the thing: improv comedy, white and male and straight as fuck. Uh, but there are places that are working hard as fuck to change that. I came from, I came from one that started doing hella work, uh, uh, right around when I left. I don't know if that's a thing. Um, but, uh, John, uh, who has been on, uh, who was a guest on our show before John, uh, Gabriel uh, huge theater out in Minneapolis. They're doing shit in, out in Toronto, Coca Galore, uh, bad dog theater, uh huge theater but i said huge theater i mean uh kicks and comedy here in portland they're they're doing the work uh they're working portland white as fuck so it's an uphill battle but we're uh, they're doing it and uh we appreciate that and they've always been supporters of broke gravy first place we ever performed mm-hmm. uh oh, we yeah. yeah first place we ever did a show uh and they didn't when, try to own us no, they did not. Mm. They did not uh, go for that exclusivity. Exclusivity. Yeah. Uh, you know, because Kickstand Comedy. Comedy presents. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Kickstand Comedy. Uh, solid place. Uh, nonprofit theater here in Portland, Oregon. Uh, committed to helping people connect, laugh thrive big on community unique voices uh they offer classes in improv sketch stand-up script writing uh they are about to start a level two bipoc only class uh free free for uh black indigenous people of color uh so you should head on over to kickstandcomedy.org and even if you can't do it right now, get on that mailing list, uh, fill out a scholarship application. They'll, they'll come around to you. 
I've I've seen those applications. Uh, they keep them for a while. They want to. They they want they want new voices. They want good voices. Uh, so do your thing. I don't know. Uh, but also they do shows. They do this this the, this airs on their Twitch channel. Twitch. If uh, if you're like, I wonder what they look like. Uh, and you're not my mother who is one, is one of the few people that I know watches us. She, oh, she, she pref, she prefer, she pref, my mom, uh, here, let's, uh, uh, kickstandcomedy.org, kickstandcomedy.org. Chris, Eric, and Leon, AKA Broke Gravy, are three storytellers slash artists slash comedians. Well, they've got thoughts. <laughs> Uh, my my mom my mom specifically prefers to watch uh, us than to oh. listen. Oh. And the the like example she gave was like two weeks ago with the knee knee nub. I still knee Oh yeah. No, they're all all of this all of the pronunciations are wrong. It's like fucking a wild pronunciation, and I just kind of gave up on it. But she specifically was like, if I was listening, I wouldn't have seen you flash that picture so often. And I wouldn't have seen Leon's face when he was like, that's who you think I look like. <laughs> uh, shout out to my mom, Gigi. Uh, anyways. Yeah. Hey, shout out to my mom, Sarah Golden. Got that double vaccine action going. Wait, she got oh, four nice. shots. She got four. <laughs> she got she Pfizer and Moderna, and she's in line for J and J. She's like, "This is my reparations, motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> no, she got her two shots. She's she do okay. No side effects. Nothing. Like, you know, the thing that I was talking to her and. She was like, I'm happy to be able to walk in the park without wearing a mask. And I was, and I was like, oh, okay. And then she was like, I still carry my mask in case somebody's coming towards me. But in general, I get to walk outside without wearing a mask. Is she still in Florida? She's still in Florida. That sounds about right. Like, she should still wear a mask. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Wait, you're a black mom. woman in Florida. You need to wear a mask. I'm right, just full face cover. Right. White face. White face. <laughs> um, but it wasn't like I don't think I realize my mom's age. Like truly realized it until she said that statement. Like that she's wearing a mask outside. Like, because my mom's, if I'm 38, she's 80. Oh, she's older than I thought. I realized. Oh, like, the thing is, is that once again, (laughs) black don't crack. Like, we carry ourselves well. Like, I, it, when I see her and I see like her actions and the way she carries herself, I don't see her as an old person or an older person technically elderly but like she is 
She's up there. Why are you laughing, Eric? Because yeah, he was like, I don't see her as an older person. He was like, she's technically elder. <laughs> I'm agreeing with I'm a, I'm I, going with what he, where we're going. Yeah. I believe the term you're looking for is geriatric. <laughs> now that that hits in five. Your mom's ten years older than my parents. My mom's ten years older than your parents? Mm-hmm. And then my dad's older than mine. My mom. Yeah. Or was older than my mom. Yeah. Wow. 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 Yeah. Yeah. My mom was uh, 42 when I was birthed. God damn. That's a. Yeah. To do, and to do that 38 years ago is. I know. Wild. And even now, like, if a woman's over 30, like over mid 30s, <clears throat> doctors are like, well, there's severe complications pregnancy. and risks, and so you're a geriatric pregnancy, and blah 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 blah. Yo, I'm like, come on now, with all the advances in medical science, you can't like. You don't got a better name. This. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm happy about my mom. I'm happy that she's. Like out feeling a little bit more freedom, getting to exercise, getting her do, getting to do her thing. And I'm looking forward to uh, getting down there. She hasn't seen Lennox. Like, COVID. Yep. Lennox was born 18 months ago and with Oregon winters and Caribbean blood, she wasn't about to come up here during the. <laughs> During fall winter, so he already has a mustache. He does. He does. Actually, he does. Like if you if he turns the right way, you can see a little peach fuzz <laughs> up on his upper lip. This motherfucker is gonna be stealing my lunch money. Ooh, getting pretty late for Mister Williams. <laughs> well, we started late, so. I'm yeah, because of who? I'm gonna have to walk my dog later than I normally do. Oh man, the whole thing. You're staying up tonight to watch uh, Wandavision anyway, so chill out. Oh, I'll probably watch it tomorrow. No, oh, he can wait. Okay. He's spoiler free. Yeah, I don't fuck with spoilers. I mean, we don't fuck with spoilers, but that's not what it's about. It's, it's so about good. avoiding them. Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't fuck with spoilers. Yeah, I mean, one of your kids gonna walk up to you and be like, "Yo, these kids are watching Wandavision." They don't. They're not. Uh, they're watching fucking anime. That's making a big comeback. I don't know if it's I'm a not, comeback. I don't know if it ever went anywhere. These yeah. Well, I think it just. Stays I think you're aware of it now. <laughs> I think it stays at like an age, because like I remember in middle school, like Sailor Moon was was the shit like and it was and then there was pokemon a little bit after that and so i think it like stays at that age level but i've seen anime all over netflix all over yeah it's real anime anime get over here still doesn't anime that's gonna you know two twins two twins what Anna and May. Oof. Oh, God. Well, 
Uh, were you two going to do your uh, dad joke off? Is that happening today? It's the dad joke off. All right. So why don't I just be the judge? And I'll just straight up tell you who wins. Is that it? Is, are those the rules? Uh, no, I want to give you guys. Well, okay, we'll make it quick because then I want to get to questions. Actually, let's do, let's do best out of five. Uh, and the category, no, 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 no category. It's just open. So just open, like open? I mean, can I get like a a, a topic or? Something? Oh, you want a topic? I feel yeah, like I that would make it harder. Okay. Uh, no, I feel like just like out of the air, I can't. Okay. Well, here's the thing that I want to caveat is that uh, none of, we're not writing shit down right now. This isn't reading. Not, I don't have a catalog of dad jokes that I'm just like, oh, let me check. Volume three. How's this one land? No, I want, we're an improv group. Allegedly. I don't know. I mean. It's been a while, so it feels kind of. It's been, been like a that. long time. I mean, yeah, what is improv? It's been 12 months since you looked at me. Okay, so I'll give you a topic. Um, and it's straight up, it's going to be heartless. I'm literally just going to be like, I'm not going to give an explanation. I'm going to be like, you won that one. And then we'll move on. Wow. Okay, this isn't going to be like, well, I'm, I'm going to give it to you because I'm just going to tell you. Sound good? I mean, sure, dad, sure, child. Wow. Topic number one: church. 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 Um, why do your pants smell bad after you go to church? I mean, come on, man. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, oh shit. Okay, why? Because you sat in the pew. <laughs> Wait, did you not know the answer to that, Chris? That shit is so stupid. Okay, Eric, you got you got one. Uh, <laughs> uh, Pew is honestly all I had. Um, uh, shit. There's gonna be so much dead air in this episode. You're gonna have to edit the fuck out of this thing. Oh my god. Uh. Y'all can just make shit up. So, <laughs> oh, that's not good. <laughs> can I just jump in with one for him? Yeah, please. Oh, shit. Right. Yeah. Okay. It's an oldie but a goodie. How do you make holy water? Oh, you fucking took that from the video that you yeah. just sent. Come on now. Jesus. How do you make holy water? Yeah. You boil the hell out of it. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Well, I think we know who won that round. Yeah, uh, I, uh, I don't know if I have a church one. Uh, round number two. Church. What was round number two? Pets. Sex. Pets. P e t s. Pets. 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 Um. Where do cats stay on vacation? Where? The Meowriot. <laughs> <laughs> it 
right, Eric. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not ready for this. Um, can I do one? Yeah. Yeah. Where do dogs stay on vacation? Where? The red roof. In. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! Now you got me involved in that stupid shit. Okay, sorry, sorry, Eric. Go ahead. Don't act like you're above it. Don't act like you're above it. Uh, what's uh? Oh, man, that seemed to get dark. In your brain, it got weird in my head. I was like, I can't tell. None of those are they're, no, they're not. It like wasn't even a joke. I don't think it just was dirty really quickly. Nope. Um, oh man, I'm struggling. <laughs> I feel like I'm you're giving me too big of topics. <laughs> I'm out of, I'm out of, I'm out of shape. Oh, okay, shit. well. Leon's up 2-0, which means this next one, you got to come through. Okay, okay. let me keep it. Let me think. Okay. I got it. Uh, kids. Kids? Kids, K-I-D-S. But children. Children. Children, youth, kids. Baby goats. <laughs> Where did the yuppie family send their toddler for boarding school? Camp Walkie Talkie. Oh, wow, was that? Yeah. Was that culturally insensitive toddler <laughs> joke? Really? Walkie is walkie talkie a bad term? I mean, no. But it's based on the idea of a camp oh, being like named camp after names, a tribe. Camp names are usually like oh shit, stereotypical. <laughs> I didn't even take that angle. You just were like, I didn't even take the angle of it being uh, of camp a camp yeah. pack and play. <laughs> That's literally how I was taking it. Yeah. Um, wow. Kids, babies, youth, anything. Shit, is Leon just gonna straight up? Uh, so a, a baby walks into a bar. Bartender says, uh, "What can I? What can I get you to drink?" And the baby just says, "Hey, how about I just get a little nip?" It was pretty. Okay. It was, I, I needed to add more to it, but that's where we ended up. Can I just get a little nip? Yeah, I don't care if you like it. That's not what dad jokes are about. It's not about liking. I don't need to win. I just need to get going. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Well, this is good. This is a good first try, everyone. I like it. Uh, broke gravy dad jokes. Broke gravy dad jokes. 
Can you let Can you let the dog outside? Emily, can you let the dog outside? Can you let the dog outside? Headphones on. Um, cool. Okay. Do we have any questions? I just want you to declare me as the winner before I'm we sorry. move on. I'm sorry. Uh, in this first time ever trying these dad jokes, I mean, but we knew this was going to happen. Leon is champion of the dad jokes. Yep. That's the response I would expect. This is all of this you're doing is lost on a podcast <laughs> no, audience. I was going to say, nobody, <laughs> nobody, it's just silence. Okay, I felt like we got a lot of questions this week. Am I wrong? Because I kind of saw them in, our, in the emails. Oh, man. All right. Uh, let's do one quick one and then one deeper one. Quick one from Dave's Basement 2. I'm curious who got Dave's Basement 1 and what they're doing with that account. Uh, uh, you're not dialed into the culture. Yeah. Dave's Basement 2. What is the best gravy? What is the best gravy? Think back when I was when I would have gravy, I would like a good mushroom gravy. You don't have gravy anymore. Uh, I haven't had gravy in a real long time, and I don't eat beef anymore. I think uh, for me, you don't need beef, but like a good little red eye gravy. So make some sausage. Like, and let the fat render out of the sausage and then add some coffee with that flour and coffee and make a red eye gravy. Mm. Mm. Every, everything Leon says now, I have to respect it more because he's had the training. <laughs> but, but it also goes like he's had the training and his favorite ice cream is vanilla. It's vanilla. Mm. Yeah. Um, how much coffee, how much coffee do you put in a red eye gravy? Uh, like a true red eye gravy. It's all the liquid is coffee. Oh, wow. So it's like, you got your grease left over from your sausage, toss some flour in there, make a little roux. And then you just use like day old coffee and oh shit, put that on that. Interesting. I've had... I've only had red eye gravy once and I remember being like, this is good. And like, not really like I went to, it was in Asheville. We went to this place. I think it was called like biscuit head or something. And they had like, we got me and Kelsey got a gravy flight. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was like, uh, like four different types of gravies or something like that. It comes like, like they, a shot of Pepto at the uh, end. Yeah, it should have. The uh, this place is pretty dope. It had like uh, they also. It's like we got that, and then they also had like a jam and jelly bar, like help yourself. Okay. So I mean, they had like like with free biscuits. 
uh, like you got biscuits and then you could go and get like all of the jellies and jams you wanted. They had like 20 different types of jams and jellies. Like shit, okay. shit was wild. You know, get hooking, getting hooked up with like some sort of like blueberry jalapeno jam or something. But place it was pretty good. It was a good place. Uh, but I've only been a gravy eater for, I don't know, maybe the last 10 years. Them taters. <laughs> Eat them taters. Eat them taters. Wow. Um, What's a, what is a potato's favorite basketball player? Oh, shit. We're going back to it. Uh, Spud, Spud McKenzie. Oh, did you say Web. Spud McKenzie? I did. I meant to say Spud, Spud Webb. I meant to say Spud Webb. Come on. Come on. Get out of here. I'm sponsored by Budweiser. Uh, but I'm going to say uh, the couple times I've made gravy, the last one, just a good sausage gravy. Yeah. yeah, which the reason that he, you know Chris is like I don't eat gravy, I don't eat beef anymore is like okay. Do you not eat pork too? Uh, I don't fuck with pork that much, but it's not because that much, or you've just never been a big pork guy. Um. Oh, I used to tear up the bacon in high school. That was like my jam. But what happened? Not so much. You converted to the Nation of Islam. I did not convert, but um, Shanklin X. Yeah, I don't know. That, uh, yeah. I don't know. Chicken and fish is great. Oh yeah, great. I'm I'm cool with that. And honestly, you know, if that had to go away too. I I'd figure it out. I'd figure it all out. Do you uh do you fuck with uh like Impossible and Beyond? I've had beyond um i made a little like pasta thing with that and it was it was, it was fine it's fine i don't like tofu and that shit um so I don't <laughs> fuck with that. but um there's a consistency that wasn't amazing but yeah i would with get tofu or with beyond i would beyond um, i've i've had impossible I've not done anything other than just like a burger, or I should say, with like their their imitation beef or whatever they call it. Um, I've just had burgers, like on a grill. I'd say both of them are pretty good. Beyond and uh, I think I like oh. Impossible better, but I think both of their just like as like a burger are pretty good. Uh-huh. Mainly on a grill. I've tried on a skillet and. It didn't really work. You just need that char. The char, I think, was a big thing, and like, I think they work best as kind of like a, like a thin, like a thin burger, Mm. like where you're not expecting it to be like medium or yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't really fuck with burgers though. Haven't in a long time. I I do like chicken sandwich. I love I love burgers, but. I don't eat them that often, so like I, we don't really we've we've kind of we're not like not eating beef anymore, but we just kind of don't really. It's it's sort of thing where it's like oh it'll be like a treat every once in a while. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Mm. I can I can taste myself 
going back to expatriate once like indoor dining feels better and getting the little American American cheese sliders that they got. I fucking hate American cheese. I've oh. never liked cheese on a burger. Soft bun American cheese, little griddle patty. Get the chili on the side. And mm, mm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, was that the deep question? That was the uh, gravy question. That was the quick one. That was the quick one. There's also another question I just realized, which is from your best American girl. Um, dope name. Dope name. Uh, what's your favorite kind of gravy? So. Yeah, okay. I think she just changed her handle. If I remember. Yeah. Okay. She did. It's like, is she ever coming back? Uh, I hope like, so, but. You know. I hope so too, but also at the same time, why? Yeah, true that. <laughs> for real. For real. Uh, anyways, all right. Now for the for the money round. What was your favorite television show growing up? Post PBS slash cartoons, preteen, or how about a book from that range? And we are doing well, uh, JG. So. Thanks for listening. Post pre what? Preteen. Yeah. So like preteen, teenager, your favorite. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wait, what? Okay. Uh, say it again. What what period of time am I referring to? Post PBS slash cartoons. Got it. Preteen? Question mark. I mean Simpsons. Really? That's like the simple answer. Like when I was 10 to 16, I could get home from school and watch two hours of The Simpsons. Wow. Between like two to three channels. It was on that much. Um, and it was just like fucking wild. It was like, it was smart. It was dumb. It was goofy. It like had like visual jokes. It yeah, fucking Simpsons was my shit. Hmm. I'm trying to think. That's kind of weird. This would be late '80s. You know, I used to watch Night Court. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> I used to watch Night Court like a motherfucker, which is just weird thinking about that now. Like Night Court, but yeah. Um, you guys watch? You know what I'm talking about when I say Night Court? Yeah, yeah. I, John Larroquette, uh, mm-hmm. Harry Anderson. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I'm missing someone. Bull. Bull. <laughs> Yeah, bull. I used to watch a lot of dramas. So like I was oh, were you watching, like a 30 something guy. <laughs> yo, I was watching I was watching 30 something. I would watch the the original Equalizer. I would watch like gritty. Yeah. Yeah. It's like what was I doing? But then I would watch still like a different world and Shows like that, but I was really watching dramas. Where you come from? Mm-hmm. Yes, it is now. 
everyone needs a little Sinbad in their life. That's all. Mm. Well, yeah. That's Sinbad. all that is. That's all that is. Sinbad. 21 Jump Street. <clears throat> I was watching that shit. Yeah. You know, there was like a, a, a block that was on television. I guess it would mostly during the summer is when I would watch it, but it would start off with like uh, the Jeffersons and then what's happening would come on and two, two, seven. And like they would just play back to back to back. And then it would get into Cosby show rerun followed by a different world. And then you would get into Martin and the Fresh. Oh, I used to watch Martin like crazy. Yeah. And it was just like this perfect little like five hours of black television that would happen. And man, I would I'd be glued to the TV with it. Uh, uh question for you. Why? Didn't Richard Grieco like watching reruns of uh, 21 Jump Street? The Grieco? Richard Grieco. Why? Why? why, For real. uh, I'm I'm asking for real. This isn't a dad joke? It's a dad joke. It's a dad joke. Okay. (laughs) Why did Richard Grieco not like watching reruns of 21 Jump Street? Why? They were too in depth. All right, what's good? <laughs> Y'all watch New York Undercover? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I used to watch LA Law. Yo. Like, what am I doing? What am I doing? (laughs) But you know, LA Law had Blair Underwood, right? And that was at a time where it was like people were real uncomfortable with how attractive they were to Blair Underwood. You know, they're like, why am I so attracted to this black man? Why am I sliding out my seat? And Blair Underwood, honestly, that dude, he's kept up, man. He looks pretty much the same, just gray. So, shout out to Blair. Yeah, good question. Good question. A lot of people uh, thinking about being Overwood. Uh, oh, so a couple updates. I think I, I might have already said this. I can't remember. I got taken to task for my love of pizzas and cottage cheese by a yeah. lot of people. They were like, "You're disgusting." Mm-hmm. Um, these, are, these are my friends I haven't heard from Larkin but I don't know I'm still holding out that she yeah 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 I don't find it that disgusting still but you know have you looked at it Larkin. yeah I've seen it I've eaten it what are you talking about I looked at it Ugh. yeah it's delicious also looks like spider eggs uh, my brother hit me up and he told me that Jersey Giants of my Youth. Oh no. It's no longer good. They changed the bread. He said they're whack. So I was like, fuck. Oh, this is interesting. 
because this is a, uh, I thought I was going to have to give it to you because uh, I found out that the family Publix who own the public supermarket, which makes the public sub, uh, the Italian grinder is um, privately owned family owned company. And they donated uh, uh, yeah. of course a they shit ton of money to oh. not only like the Republican party, but also specifically to the like January 6th. Like, wow. Oh shit. Uh, Were they eating Italian grinders before they ran into the fucking Capitol? No, they would have been they just like shipped them out and shipped out if they did that. They were promised if they got into the capital that they would get a free coupon for an Italian sub. And that's if why they, they, if they smeared their shit on the wall that nobody talks about them doing. It's disgusting. Did. Yeah. Fucking you don't disgusting. hear that though, do you? Uh yeah, so we, Publix is out. Okay, well, that no. sucks no. for both of us. Wow. And lastly, um, I told the goat. I would bring it up. The goat. <laughs> Fucking legend. Uh, it's a three hour time difference, but if you all want to talk to the goat for five minutes, not tonight, obviously. I said I'd give him five, but I also told him the moment he steps out of line, I will destroy him and I'm not his uncle. I will fucking take him down. And yes, I'm talking about an 11 year old boy. If he gets out of hand and is disrespectful to me, I don't care about you two, but if he's disrespectful to me, I'm going to shut that shit down so quick. It's up to you two, though. I don't give a fuck. All right, next week. He also said I couldn't swear. <laughs> he's on, which made me laugh because I was like, oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. What do you call it when you murder your nephew on a podcast? Uh, What? Pod Shanklin. Oh. <laughs> oh man wait what did you say Eric? shanklin oh man just getting a little shanklin in you know i did uh, I, I think i just didn't need the uh, competition aspect of it i just yeah. i just want to i know because you're just rifling these things off all of a sudden it's been a long time back when i was doing short form all the time this was literally like what more uh more than in portland we didn't really fuck with uh like 185 and stuff in portland but back in minneapolis like with my group uh my old group meat and cheese yo (laughs) meat and cheese we just (laughs) fucking went off on like uh line structure games yeah i don't think that's ever been my thing i bet you could be good at it if you wanted to but that doesn't surprise me at all either I used to hate what is it called? You just said the name 185. 185. Man. Yeah. For those of you who don't know the lingo, uh, who aren't on the inside, 185 is a game where the audience gives a suggestion of a word, uh, such as a occupation or uh and the cast members have to come up with jokes that uh, basically go 185 blank walk into a bar and then continue it on with some kind of a punchline. 185 doctors walk into a bar. Bartender says, I'm sorry, we don't serve doctors here. The 185 doctors say we were just looking for a shot. That's a pretty 
a pretty standard one because doctor doctor always comes up uh teacher always comes up nurse always comes up penguin penguin as an occupation was that what you wanted to be growing up you saw uh you saw that word again penguin one more time please penguin How, how do you say the black and white bird? I actually think Eric is saying it correctly, and I don't think I am. Do you say penguin? I say, I say penguin. Just say it. So say who, Danny DeVito plays the villain what in Batman? The penguin. The penguin. I Sounds, I don't, saying, I don't. I feel like I you're saying penguin. As opposed penguin. to what? Penguin. Penguin? I think I'm saying penguin. I call them penguins. Penguin? I don't know what's happening right now. It's a penguin, not a penguin. But you're saying penguin, and I think you might be correct. I don't. I honestly not hearing anything. Oh, really? (laughs) You're sounding the same? Uh, uh, Like, I don't. I don't know what's supposed to be. So I'm just going to. There's definitely things I say weird. I don't really know what's happening right now. (laughs) But literally, to me, it sounds like you're like, I think you're saying penguin and I'm saying penguin and I think you're right. Oh, and I'm like, and I'm like, I, that all sounded the same just now. I don't know what's happening. Oh shit. Okay. What's a penguin's uh, favorite music video? Oh God. Wait, say I, that again. I knew this motherfucker was just sitting there thinking of something. <laughs> I could tell by the way he looked off into the distance. I'm like, what is Leon doing right now? <laughs> Can you say that one more time, Leon? Favorite music video. Oh, fuck that. That's terrible. It's black, it's white, it's fuck 50, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say Ice Ice Baby. I mean, th- these are all things that can oh, happen. Great anglers. Wow. <sighs> Love it. Like a shot to the brain. What's good? Uh, my what's good is uh, yesterday, my friend Paris. What? Yeah, I can't say yesterday. <laughs> I just, how much do you all drink during this podcast? I just looked at Leon's on a new drink. I was like, I don't even realize when y'all move on to different drinks. It's so funny. <laughs> it's just so funny to me. <laughs> What's fu- I've had I I had like a beer and a shot, oh, um, okay, okay, but okay. presumably Leon has to have had multiple drinks with him because he hasn't left. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I keep a rotation. I, okay. Do you have a cooler next to you? <laughs> Mini fridge. Just. <laughs> um, uh yesterday my uh my friend paris came by with her daughter helena and uh basically i've like my front my front storm door i can like lower the top half so you can like hear people and it's just like a glass and basically mila and helena who aren't uh helena's a little bit older than mila but not not too old probably close to um uh ox's age Mm-hmm. Um, they just like were like, "What the fuck?" Like through the glass, it was fucking awesome. It was easily the best part of my whole week. Um, 
just like the two of them just like grunting at each other because <laughs> they like don't really speak yet they just like babble <laughs> it was so cute there it was like it's like ah ah and like Mila's starting to wave pretty consistently and so like kind of waving and like Helena's waving and there, it was just fucking wild it was so fucking cute and it it was like both the like the it was like light at the end of the tunnel just like I'm just hope stuff kind of gets figured out mm-hmm. relatively soon and Mila can fucking play with some some cool kids her age because I got plenty I've got I feel like I got a ton of friends with kids around that age and it's just like fuck just she i want her to know more than just me kelsey and my mom (laughs) uh that was my what's good for sure that's true um my what's good every month uh i've been i've reconnected with two of my friends from my south korea days uh tish and eva and we are zooming for like two hours, just once a month. This was our third time this past Tuesday. And it's been great. These are two black women, super That's smart. your Minneapolis friend? Uh, no, Ava's from, Ava lives up in Tacoma and Tish is teaching in Mexico right now. Um, and it's just been real great to reconnect with them. We talk politics, we just talk life, what's going on. And this past Tuesday, again, it was just two hours, it flew by. And it, for me, I was like, oh my God, this is something special. Like it was just really great to talk to two black women about life, our common experiences that we had in South Korea together. And have just, they written books? <laughs> no, oh. and just what's, just what's going on. It's been, yeah. I really, I really value this and honestly i don't think it would have happened if covid didn't happen you know Mm. you just kind of are finding people and it's been a really nice surprise and something i didn't realize i needed so yeah spilling the tea once a month uh my end what's good is uh over the weekend you know we always think with the kids, it's about trying to find ways to help them expend energy. And especially when it's rainy and shitty outside, like how do you get them through that stir craziness? Um, so it's not adding to our own stir craziness. Um, and, you know, we got some wood in the garage and sanded, like Bennett and I, like, sanded it then we brought out the table saw cut it cut a few like support pieces and then made like a 10 foot slide on the stairway with the wood and just like Bennett and Lennox were just like taking turns just like sliding down the stairs on this like thing that probably if they weren't wearing jeans they would have gotten splinters in their ass but just it was like indoor fun that occupied them and tired them out for 30 minutes. And, you know, now I'm thinking about, oh, during the summer, I can put it on the stairs in the back, going down to the backyard and put like a kiddie pool at the bottom. And it was just cool to like do a 
uh, craft project with Bennett and then have it also benefit both of them in the getting the wiggles out. So just like simple little fun that really brought a smile to my face. Nice. You have a joke? No, man. I <laughs> I think I saw a cat on Wednesday. I went to pick up these rain pants finally that she's just had forever that she got me from REI. And we were talking and I could just tell like you know, she's at her limit with all of this shit. She's very, you know, she's got very social, right? And you could just, I'm not laughing at that, by the way. I just realized I was laughing. But within her frustration of just like the way things are right now, I was like, oh, you know what? I believe I am also at the end of like what I can tolerate. And, and it's just something about listening to the way you were just talking. I was like, oh, I can't do this much longer. Maybe it was you talking about uh, Mila talking with this. I can't do this much longer. Yeah. Like it's it's a year. No, and I can't do this much longer. I don't like I don't like this at all. <laughs> Every once in a while, I'll try to like convince myself that. You know what? You're finding lots of opportunities to connect with other, like people who you normally wouldn't, and you're making the most of your time, like inside and this, that, and the other. No, this is not. This isn't cool. <laughs> it's not cool, man. It <laughs> sucks. Like. The kids will play on the playground across the street and there will be groups of kids, not groups of kids, there will be a bunch of kids on the blacktop all playing separately that normally or what they want to happen and they know it's what they want to happen is they want to be playing together. They're like kids that are a year apart that live in the same neighborhood that all play in the same place that go to the same school yeah. and they're just like separated and it's just fucking weird it's unnatural i i am wondering if those of us who've gotten the shots our vaccine updated, whatever, if it's a one shot or a two shot deal, do we get to re reconfigure our like bubbles? Meaning like <laughs> if we've had these shots, then when we're around each other in a space, then can we just take off our mask and hang yeah. out? Yeah, if everyone's vaccinated. If to, everyone's vaccinated, if everybody but then still masking when you're is vaccinated. Public. Uh-huh then you are it's like yeah take off your mask because the percentage of transmission is super low risks are su of catching it super low etc okay uh, the problem is is that if there is someone who is not vaccinated yeah. with the group then it's like yo you still gotta yeah do your thing yeah 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 um, so hmm. are you thinking about starting like your own 
separate like community vaccine club well i mean Access motherfucker. it's gonna happen here's who it's I only know a matter who... of time before it's like that's a thing yeah like zadro has gotten her she's updated cat that's all i know Kelsey. Just don't just don't go posting your shit. <laughs> oh kelsey has yeah she had her uh second shot on monday oh cool 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 yeah so and you can get it if you go if you sign up for those you can get your shots if you're like oh they're gonna throw it out and you know where to be and if they're just gonna toss it then I'm all for like figuring that out. I've signed up for a thing. I don't know if there's, I don't know exactly how that works. Like I get it, but also I don't get it. And also I wonder how many people have to be clued into like the places that are like, we've got some that are going to go to waste. Yeah. 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 I I just need something different. I need, uh, it'd be great if you guys actually, if everybody had there, but I get it. It's just going to take a while. You probably won't get yours till well i was actually thinking about it like if we all got our vac, like if the three of us got our double dose got our vaccines and we were all good to go and we wanted to do a show i still wouldn't feel comfortable with doing a show for a public audience no Oh yeah, no, no, no. Like, and then I was like, "What does that look like to do a show?" And it's like, "Do you have like a plastic <laughs> sheet as your fourth wall, like on the stage, and then to divide you from the audience?" Yeah, I don't know. That feels. I'd feel extra racialized. <laughs> I mean, I would feel it's like in a box, yeah, or like a zoo animal, if that makes sense, because we literally have like, I don't know, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, I was just saying, I don't really want to do this much longer, so like, shit needs to get figured out. Right. Some vaccines popping, fuck. Because you know Emily hasn't had shit, so I still, when she's in town, it's still like. You know, she's here. I can't have folks over, even if they have been vaccinated. Oh, Emily hasn't gotten. No, I mean, she's Why would she? It's probably till <laughs> July or whenever it just trickles down to everybody. I don't know. Go down to Bend, get some of their extras. I'm actually surprised that she hasn't figured out a way to get it. Maybe I'll lean on her and be like, "Yeah, do that shit in Bend." Yeah, Ben definitely will have some extras. Is my guess. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so I'll talk to the goat. She what's up? He'll last thirty seconds before he gets out of hand. Then I have to show him what's up. What the real? I can't wait. Like. This is like a. There's no way for this to be a lose situation for me. <laughs> <laughs> he's getting into acting you know he has he has an agent i don't even have an agent dude has an agent he just showed me his oh i showed you his shots yeah i showed you one of his headshots that makes more sense why he has them <laughs> oh did i not did i not include that 
you were just like you're just like here's his, here's a picture <laughs> it was just oh, like oh, oh all right that his school picture <laughs> it's like yo dude fucking he's yeah. been doing stuff since he was like three months Where's i mean that sounds like his parents were putting him up for stuff oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Like, but, like he was just like grabbed a microphone when he first came out of the womb he's, he's like, like on I the box He's like on the box of Pampers and shit, man. It's so funny. But I've heard he has, I've heard that he's like got a really good attitude now at that age. I was like, that's awesome, man. You're a kid and you're not scared of like people or being outgoing or talking. Like, absolutely. Wonderful. I should teach him some improv skills. Might teach you some improv skills. Shit. Come on, man. Well, well, yeah, well, my dog has been lighting it up this whole time. Nasty. I got to get her out. God damn. I mean, how do you live with that? Honestly, I don't know. I I don't like it. I, I think I'm getting used to it, which isn't good. Her farts have. Are, are are unbelievable. Ugh. Okay, y'all. It's been real. It's been fun. It's been real. It's been fun. And now it's time to go away, friends. We'll see you next week. Maybe. <laughs> what is that from? What movie? Uh, uh Chocolate Factory. Maybe. Boom. Boom. You remember that little what? video? You of- didn't like my humming of that song. I love this. This is not what this <laughs> What if you're just listening to this? You're just listening to the podcast. You got Eric whistling and then silence. <laughs> <laughs> Couple giggles here and there. What were you gonna say, Lynn? Oh, I was just thinking about the that little video of the kid dancing on the table when he found out he got Black Panther tickets. Like, the whole classroom got Black Panther tickets. Like, hey! Hey! Yeah. Joy. Oh, man. All right. All right. Peace! Have a good night. Bye! Peace in the Middle East. This has been a Broke Navy production. For updates on podcast releases, live shows, swag, and more, you can subscribe to our newsletter at BrokeGravy.com. You can follow us on Instagram and or Facebook, or, you know, just keep your ear to the streets. If you enjoy the show, please give us a five-star review on Apple, Google, Overcast, or just yell it at neighbors and innocent bystanders. They'll get it. We love answering your questions, so if you have one for us, please hit us up at BrokeGravy.com or on Instagram. As always, we appreciate the love and support. Until next time, it's all gravy. Bro gravy, bro gravy.